live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to episode number two. Today, you are in for a treat. Wynn Elder is a rock star, and she actually opened my eyes to so much in this episode. From mama of three to running a very successful business from home, Wynn reveals an extremely helpful tip about hyper-focusing in on specifics in order to spend small amounts of time and still accomplish much. Who doesn't want to figure that out? Wynn has lived in my town for about four years. She's adopted two beautiful children and had one of her own, a little miracle child she calls her daughter. I love diving into creating margin and how to block off time just for yourself without feeling any of the hashtag mom guilt that so often comes along with me time. Well, all right. I want to let Wynn do most of the talking here, so come join in. Tell me about your life, <laughs> your journey, because you, how many kids do you have? Three. Three. And yes. two adopted. The oldest two are adopted from Ethiopia. Okay. And then Rivers. And then Rivers is biological. A little miracle. Okay, IBS. yeah. So tell me. Yeah. So we got married right out of college, and we wanted to wait like five to seven years to have kids. We just weren't in a hurry. And then almost overnight after four or five years of marriage, four, I don't know, I get all the dates and years confused, we, God like totally changed our hearts and we were ready. So we're like, okay, God, you put this desire on our hearts. Like it's, you know, you think like it's going to happen. Not like right then, but you think like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to happen. And it didn't. And there was a year of trying to get pregnant and nothing happening. And not many people knew I wasn't very vocal. Like my mom didn't even know we were trying to get pregnant. Um, but that was like the year that everyone started having their first kids. Like (laughs) everyone was pregnant and it was just like devastating and I have endometriosis and I, that was when we were sort of starting to figure that out and have my first surgery. And anyway, we were about to go start talking about fertility treatments, but we took the summer sort of off and I was working for this, um, nonprofit that put on like a free camp for youth, uh, like a leadership camp. And it was like the last week and this girl, she was like a volunteer she said, why don't you, why don't you have kids yet? You're 25. You've been married a couple of years. Like just, she was very blunt. And I was like, well, and normally I would have just made something up because not many people knew, but I told, I ended up telling her, her mom was mentoring me at the time. And she was like, have you ever considered adoption? I was like, no. And my husband was a little bit slow. Okay. Took him a little bit longer. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it was like three months, but at the time it felt like forever. Yeah. And then the Lord like very clearly spoke to him that we were supposed to adopt. And so we started the process and took two years to bring Camp and Asher home from Ethiopia. They were, they're three weeks apart. So they're not biologically related, but they're from the same orphanage village. They've been together since they were a month old. So you got two brand new babies? They were seven and eight months when we brought them home. So you were basically a mom of twins. Overnight overnight how do you feel like that changed you as a person oh my gosh I totally I call my kids my wildflowers and my tattoo is for all my kids because I read I was reading um Heather Avis's memoir Mm -hmm. and she said that she calls her kids her wildflowers because they required her to be a different kind of wild that she wouldn't have been on her own and I read that and I just like wept like 
I wouldn't be the person I am without them. I mean, if things had happened how we wanted, the way that we planned, you know, our life would look completely different. Like we never thought about Africa and now we're like, in this season, we're not as involved with like going, but it opened the door for so many things that we're passionate about. That we ne- that were never a part of our story. So y'all went there to pick them up, and that was your first time ever to go. No, we went on a couple mission trips before. I was going to Africa like every three months for about a year and a half or two years. I okay. lived there for a summer. It was awesome because I was a photographer, so I I got to photograph a lot of people meeting their kids for the first time. Oh my god, which is super cool. So my friend Jessica Honiger that started Noonday, mm-hmm. I got to go with her to Rwanda and photograph them meeting their son. Which he's like the reason why they started Noonday. Oh my gosh. There have been like so many parts of my story that we haven't even talked about that are just so the the Lord. Like I remember I was talking to my friend Bailey at a Young Living event two years ago. And she was like, how did you get to Diamond so fast? Like, tell me your story. How did all this stuff happen? And I told her and she just looked at me and she goes, so basically God? I was like, yes. (laughs) So basically God. Like you could look at adoption and all my businesses and all my travels and all the things we've been involved in. And it's literally all like, no, that was totally the Lord. Like I did not plan or imagine any of that. I did not make any of that happen on my own. I did not search any of that stuff out. Some, some of the things I were dreams that I spoke out loud to friends and then they happened. So like, I'm a huge fan of that too. Speaking out loud. Speaking out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Do you speak out loud to your husband about your dreams? Oh Yes. He's a dreamer, too. We started doing... One of our goals for this year was to do quarterly overnights. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten away for at least 24 hours once a quarter. My word of the year um, is unrushed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Stop. I didn't even know that. And my word last year was pay attention, oh. which I feel like they sort of go together. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, because I run... A big business that's time-consuming and all-encompassing, you know? And I I feel like when I... My rise to where I'm at now was crazy and fast and working all the time. And I wasn't taking care of myself. And I was really stressed and wasn't eating good foods and wasn't working out and wasn't sleeping enough. And it got to a point where other people were like, "Um, when? (laughs) First of all, you are like selling wellness to people. So like you have to be well, like you, yeah. you have to like work on yourself and you have to take care of yourself first. So now I'm like, I've spent the past, I don't know, almost two years, I guess, like sort of reversing a lot of really bad habits and I've gotten into a really great, mostly like restful place. And now I'm like afraid to like work really hard again because I don't want to get to the place of like, yeah burnout and exhaustion and not taking care You're of myself. You're being cautious. I'm just like, okay, I have these big goals and I have these things I want to do, but I also need to go to bed at a certain time because I work out in the mornings and I have to, you know, like I have to get enough yeah. sleep to work out. And I, I go to counseling and I have like a margin day. What is a margin day? Um, it's sort of like a mix between Sabbath and I'm just like not very legalistic, which is Sabbath isn't legalistic. No. Sabbath is like we were created for Sabbath and we need Sabbath. But like during the week, it's harder to like just stop. But I've found that like I have to have a day or at least like a good portion of a day where I'm not meeting with anyone. I'm not running any errands. I'm not going anywhere. I don't have any phone calls or videos. Like I'm just free to be like un- to be unrushed. 
because I need it. Because it's like you go hard. I go hard on Monday and Tuesday, and Wednesday's usually my my like margin day, and then I go hard on Thursday, and then Friday's my like fun day with my daughter. So how do you defend a day of margin? I how do you keep that? It's hard. It's really hard. But I okay. So like this week, my schedule got sort of off because my husband is out of town. Yeah. So yesterday was not really it. Like I let myself be unrushed in the morning, and then it was just sort of business as usual because he's gone and I had to do things. And I, which was actually, it sounds like oh you went back on what you said you want to do, but that's good for me because I live in such black and white that the gray mm-hmm. is really hard. And it doesn't mean that if I get off my routine one day that like it's over and yeah. I'm never gonna have margin day again. So it's like having so much grace for myself in that people respect your yeah. boundaries when you tell them you have boundaries. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just, I have to have one of those days that I'm like, I just intentionally don't plan anything on that day. I think I was attempting at one point to make Wednesday my margin day, and then I signed up for women's Bible class. Right. Would that make it not a margin day anymore? I don't know. I mean, it just depends on what that means for you. Like last year, mine was on Friday. Okay. And I loved it. And I like, was like, I can do anything if I can get to Friday. Like, I remember asking like my pastor friends or my friends that were counselors or like whatever, like, how do you do it? How do you like give so much of yourself all week long? And they were like, Sabbath. They're like, I can do it because on Friday or on, you know, for a lot of church people, they do Friday. It's my Sabbath. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try that. And so last year it was Friday and I loved it. And I was like, I can just get through the whole week. And then Friday, I'm not going to respond to Facebook messages. I'm not going to... I'm going to, I'm going to give myself permission to not respond to text messages or emails or any of that that day. And I'm going to tell my people, Hey, if I don't respond to you on Friday, it's not personal. Yeah. I'm not responding to messages on Friday. Give me a little bit more detail. Yeah. Uh, I want to do this. No. Well, I mean, I still like now, so now it's not Friday because Rivers has dance and we're already going to be out and about. So after the first week of like, we went to dance and then we were like, what are we going to do now? Like we went to the jumping place or we went shopping or we went to lunch together. I'm like, this is not my margin day. This is like a fun day. Mm -hmm. So then I switched it to Wednesday. So I think it can change season by season. But I mean, I will like, I feel like that's where I get a lot more of my thinking done. It's where I will actually like write or like do the things that bring me life that aren't like on a list that I'm going to check off. So Mm -hmm. I'm not like producing something I'm just like I might be producing something but it's for me not because there's a deadline or I have to or someone needs it from me you can do things you love yeah like go work out yes or I work out on Wednesdays I go to yoga on Wednesdays like so on Wednesdays typically I give myself permit I don't wear makeup I wear yoga clothes all day because the rest of the week if I'm working I just feel better when I'm I mean I'm not like dressed up but just wear wear a normal bra and some earrings you know, makes me feel like more productive. But on Wednesday, I'm like, I just wear my yoga clothes all day and I just go slow. Like I'll just sit a little bit longer with my coffee and not be doing anything. Or I remember I had a phone call with my dad one of those Wednesdays or like just sat in my office on the couch and read my Bible a little bit longer. My babysitter comes on Wednesdays. So she's with her. She comes just so that you can have a day. She comes four days a week. Oh. Yeah. She comes on Wednesday, even though that's your margin day? Yeah, she, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she takes her... They they sometimes they'll go and do stuff. Sometimes they stay home, too, and she does, like, house stuff. And this is, this is a real-life question. Yeah. You don't feel guilty about no. being like, I'm just taking a day all by myself, and my child is with a babysitter in the next room. But I'm still with her, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... 
I'm sitting in the room by myself all day. (laughs) No, like we'll just be, and we're all in the kitchen hanging out. Then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to my office and do some stuff. Or, okay, I'm going to go. I am a huge fan of asking for help. Huge fan. We've never lived in in the same town as family. And it started off with like one day a week, but now she's, yeah, she's like 25 to 30 hours. She works for me a week. She helps me a lot with the house, with rivers, with my business, with errands. Wait, tell me about your business again. Is it oils? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, Young Living. Plus you're doing? Uh, Young Living Community. So I have 6,500 people on my team. I've probably personally enrolled close to 300 people of the 6,500. Okay. My job is more creating a community, creating a space to educate, to empower, to... I am all about community. So my whole thing is, like, I wanted to create a space for people to, like, come physically and come online and feel like they're known and they're seen and, like, they belong. And then the business side of it is I, like, mentor and empower and coach people that are under me to then do what I'm doing. So it really is, like, a ministry. I remember talking to my friend Sarah, who's in full-time, like, vocational church ministry and a couple years ago, and I was like, like, what do you do? And she was telling me, I'm like, I know this is going to sound really crazy, but all the things you do for church, I do for my business. I mean, yeah, it's teaching people yeah. how to enroll, teaching people how to get, you know, it's teaching people how Logistics to like do the basic too. steps, but it's like so much personal growth. Like you're not going to grow to the next level of your business unless you grow yourself. And so I feel yeah. like more than it's like the things that have refined me the most, parenting, marriage, and young living. So legitimately. how do you grow yourself? Just, I'm constantly learning, growing, going to counseling, going retreats, listening to podcasts, reading books, talking to other people, taking courses. Like, I just am very intentional in, like, learning new skills and expanding my mind and learning new things. I've been, I started my first blog in 2008. So I've been on the internet for a long time. And I feel like I'm learning a lot. I'm constantly learning. Like, I feel like even the past couple months, I've learned so much. Like, I feel like I've worked really hard to create systems uh-huh. that, so I'm not, like, a slave to, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. work for me. The, my yeah. systems work for me. But, so Young Living to me is, like, I love I love it. I love the wellness. I love the products. I love the community. It all works together. Like, it's an opportunity for me to have, like, impact and influence over the people that like want that kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. but also is giving me the mu- the financial and the time freedom to like eventually do I-, I will always do that but like you know be able to do other things that I what really want to do. What other things do you want to do? Oh gosh. I love retreats. I just love gathering women. Like I want women I want I like my, my space in downtown was called The Haven mm-hmm. and that's why my team is called Haven and Flourish. It's just like this it came from um Psalms, this verse in Psalms, but like just creating like a safe haven where the waters are quiet. Like it's just quiet and you, and you're just like safe and you're known and you feel like you belong. I'm just all about like relationships and getting, I just, I love women. I love, I want to like empower and encourage women to be confident, to do the things there are, like you said, there aren't that many people that are like-minded. Like it, that doesn't always mean you need to start a business or you need to write a book or you need to do a podcast. It could be anything, but like yeah. be confident enough in like who you are and who God created you to be to like do the things that were, that are put inside of you. Yeah. Do you know what your Enneagram is? I'm a seven. <gasps> are you too? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so as a seven, do you find yourself struggling with bouncing around to new ideas? 
Yes. And so what do you do with that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I have all yeah. these ideas, and I have to just, like, prioritize. But it's hard because I want to... I'm rebranding my personal blog, and I have all oh. these ideas of things I want to do, but it's the thing that goes to the bottom of the list because I'm not making any money doing it. You know what I mean? But that's why, like, on my margin day, I, I can, like, work on content or ideas or go to the coffee shop and just, like, dream yeah. and write. And that, like, fills me up to then go and do the things that, like, I need to do that I still really love. But that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, no, it's hard. I think it's just, I have to like very intentionally, and Trello has helped. Yeah. Like I make a weekly to-do list on Sunday and I put it in, I have a, a day card for every day and I'll, like, okay, this is what I have to do Monday. This is, I, I got, do that. I really focus my days. So like, I, this is my work focus for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. This is my home focus. This is the day that I do appointments. This is the day that I do. So I'm not like, like I know that on Mondays I go to the chiropractor. And I get my groceries delivered and I'm catching up on emails and messages from the weekend. And you know what I mean? Like it's sort of a catch up home family, whatever day. And then Tuesdays I do my live coaching calls and I or do my live coaching video and do my coaching calls. And I'm like basically in my office during the school day. And then Wednesday's my margin day. And then Thursday, hilariously, is supposed to be my writing day. And every single Thursday I keep planning things on my, my Thursday day. Why do you think that is? And, and and almost every week there's been something that I'm like, I totally forgot I was supposed to do that. So it's not just like one thing. It's like multiple. Yeah. And it sort of makes me laugh. But I'm like, no, but my my mindset, I don't want my mindset to be like, oh, I was supposed to do all these other things, but now I have to do these things. But like, no, I, what is this, what is my life that I like get to go and talk to another mom that's like-minded? That's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to be with a friend after this. Like. I get to do this. Yeah. And instead of I, which I would always be excited to get to do those things. But you know what I mean? Like, even mm-hmm. with tasks, I was like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. It's like, no, I like, I get to. Yeah. That's a good mentality. Um, okay, so tell me real quick, what are you doing right now in your life that you feel like is different than the rest of the world? Okay. Something that I started doing, I don't know how many months ago, well, probably when I established a morning routine, is when I wake up for the first hour, I don't look at my phone. Okay. Why? Well, I'll look at the weather, I'll read my devotional app, but like, I don't look at my email, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. all that. Because I just realized that when I was waking up and going straight to that, I was automatically in the like, either comparing myself to other people mm-hmm. mode, or like, oh, already thinking about, like, oh, I got to email that person back, and I got to do this today. Like, it just set me off on this, like, I'm already behind, Yeah. basically, when I get up, instead of, like, no, I'm going to wake up and work out, or wake up and do my, I started doing um, Artist Way morning pages. What the Artist Way is uh, it's awesome. It's, like, all about, like, unlocking your creativity. But one of the practices is to write freehand write like three pages a day of like your subconscious just like writing like not to go back and read it not to just to write your thoughts and it really helps like clear my mind and I when I don't I'm not good at doing it every single day but when I do it I'm like I feel like I've like had a conversation with a friend and I'm like ready to go into my day instead of like having all these thoughts in my head and not being able to untangle them and you do that in the morning Uh uh-huh okay and I, I don't always do it like before my kids wake up like most of the time I do it like right when they leave for school I'm obsessed with morning routines. I'm like, I think that they would change yes. everybody's life if we would somehow find time 
find the time and make it a priority to do mm-hmm. morning routines. When I started doing them, I definitely feel like my life has changed. So what do you do yeah. in your morning routine? Um, Besides write three pages? Well, I just started working out three mornings a week. So on those mornings, I get up and I go work out. And then I get home and my husband takes the big kids to school. And usually Rivers is still asleep. So it's like nice and peaceful. And that's when I'll try to like read my Bible or do my artist way. Make I make green juice every morning. I turn my lamps on. I turn my diffusers on. I make my bed. Like I just need to, I get dressed. Yeah. I actually have a whole list of card that's like morning routine. And now I just, I take my supplements. Like I just sort of do the same. I don't have to think about it now. Yeah. Because I just do it. So right now. Yeah. In this stage of life and the season of life what are you actually totally in love with oh okay when's favorite things well i really love camp gladiator oh is that where you work out yes okay i'm sort of obsessed with it it's hard but it's really fun i mean i feel like i've been looking for a good to get into a good rhythm with working out it's fun it's great community it's great encouragement it like makes me excited I hated to end this conversation. We could have seriously talked for hours and hours. Don't you just love her? My biggest takeaway was the idea of a margin day. I've structured my life similarly to this in the past, but for some reason, giving the day a name really makes it so much easier to implement. Next week, I'll be chatting with Kara about simplifying life and keeping healthy. I hope you'll join me. So you get notified when new episodes are coming out. Make sure to hit subscribe and drop in a review to help others find the unhurried life as well. Until next week, I'll see you over on Instagram.